Hi everyone. Welcome to my podcast series The Greenas Essence. In this podcast series we are exploring the scientific evidences which matches the biblical truth. Especially in this season we are focusing on some concepts related to living beings such as the animals from the land, birds of the air, reptiles and of course the fishes of the sea. Today's topic will be from veggies to non-veggies. How the living beings transformed from consuming veggies to a non-veggie diet. For the first we will see the reasons that may have caused the shift to happen after which we will see the possibility or the capability of this transition to have been really happened. So for this I would like to quote from Genesis which is the first book of Bible in chapter 6 it talks about the great flood which happened during the days of Noah. Genesis chapter 6 verse 7 says The Lord said I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created and with them the animals the birds and the creatures that move along the ground for I regret that I have made them Genesis chapter 7 verse 23 says every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out people animals and the creatures that move along the ground and the birds were wiped from the earth in the next chapter Genesis chapter 8 verse 23 it says everything on the dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out the following chapter gives clues about the post flood environment so from biblical chronologies which is where they attempt to correlate the theological dates used in the bible with the real chronology of actual events so based on this biblical chronology they predict that the flood might have happened at 2304 BC plus or minus 11 years which is around 4285 years from now on a scientific data on december 2012 by an underwater archaeologist says that the biblical flood was actually based on real events In an interview with Christian Amanpour from ABC News, Robert Ballard, one of the world's best known underwater archaeologists, talked about his findings. His team is probing the depths of Black Sea off the coast of Turkey in search of traces of an ancient civilization hidden underwater since the time of Noah. We went in there to look at the flood, he says. I quote not just a slow moving advancing rise of sea level but really a big flood had been happened and he also says the land that went underneath stayed under and they also found evidence that around 400 feet below the surface they unearthed an ancient shoreline and they have proof that this catastrophic event did happen in the black black sea by carbon dating shells found along the shoreline the archaeologist believes that this catastrophic event might have happened around 5000 BC and some experts believe this was around the same time when Noah's flood could have been occurred so from the bible we can see a reliable history of universal events described and these also match up with the history of science evidence using the bible we have a chronology of events and according to which the flood might have happened around 4359 years ago it is also interesting to know that 
The time Noah spent in the ark was 365 days, which is one solar year, according to the calendar, which is quite a long time. But I know that we can definitely relate to this because we have been under lockdown. As Noah was in the ark, we were in the houses due to coronavirus in 2020. So, okay, so now we can see the other side of the coin. Okay, if this flood really happened, how did it influence the living beings on the earth? From the Bible, before as I read in Genesis chapter in Genesis chapter 9, it says, Everything that lives and moves will be food for you. So in Genesis chapter 9, God says, Everything that lives and moves will be food for you. Just as I gave you the green plants, now I give you everything. But you must not eat the meat that has life blood still in it. Here we see the post-flood situation where God changed the whole scenario which impacted the long-lasting impression on the feeding behavior characteristics of every living person on earth. Now as to clarify this fact, whether really such a change can happen among animals changing from uh, veggies to non-veggies, changing from herbivores to carnivores. So from scientific research reports, we have some examples for this. For example, whales are a good example of carnivores which actually evolved from herbivores. Their ancestors were aritodactyles and presumably ate plants. There used to be another group of ungulate carnivores called the mesonychids. Though they all went extinct now, we don't know, but there also existed another species which transformed from herbivores to carnivores. This evolutionary change has also been witnessed in the species of mammals, the chimpanzees, where they eventually descended from the trees and started walking across the African savannas. They discovered as vegetarian scavengers, but later they transformed into omnivores. Further checking out the physiological makeup of these animals, it is actually easier for an herbivore to become omnivore and even carnivorous than to develop a true herbivore in first place because plants are difficult to digest and they need complicated digestive system when compared to eating meat. Digesting meat is easy and many herbivores including deer and cows may also eat meat if they are lying around and still fresh. The reason why most herbivores don't eat meat is because these animals are harder to catch and kill while plants are found everywhere and also they require different kind of teeth to tear into the meat and but many herbivores are pretty good at running and fighting anyway so they can convert into predators if given the circumstance a herbivore that becomes more aggressive to protect itself or its territory may become prone to eat the freshly killed animals. When you put environmental pressure, I'm sure definitely any animal will change its dietary behavior to carnivores. Another interesting example is vampire finches, a small bird native to the Galapagos Islands which drank blood of other animals because it was missing sweet water supplies. So we see such examples in the environment. So. How can you believe that predators, that is animals that are now predators, were once more advanced in their teeth structures? This might be because 
of a loss of genetic inf uh, information which might have caused such a big transition as well. The, in January 2003, an issue of National Geographic reports says that there, were, there existed dinosaurs which has beaver-like incisors in China's Liaoning province. So these actually were vegetarian. So the dinosaurs were also vegetarian in the beginning and then degenerated enough in their dental structures for eating meat. So God changed the diet of humans in Genesis chapter 9. That's what we see after the flood which happened during Noah's times. I believe that one of the reasons God did this was many plants had been destroyed and therefore there was not enough nourishment for animals as well as the humans. So the nutritional value had to be somehow compensated and that's how meat eating practice came into evolution. So from another scientific evidence we also see humans in Paleolithic times ate a much more plant based diet than now. More than 9000 remains of edible plants in Stone Age site was found in Israel providing compelling evidence that they enjoyed a variety of plant based diet including root vegetables, leafy vegetables, celery, figs, nuts, seeds and kinopodium seeds which are similar to quinoa. It was also reported that the environment of our planet has been changing from years together. Plant foods become less readily available because there has been a reduction in forest land as we all know because of so much of civilization and increase in grassland. If our ancestors were to survive in grasslands instead of forests, I'm sure that their nutritional source of food would have been different as the predators. So I hope that you guys would have got now a clear glimpse on the changing feeding behaviors of living beings from veggies to non-veggies. And we see that the shift which is documented in the biblical scriptures definitely correlates with the present day scientific theories and the data produced based on fossil records and archaeological service. So I will meet you guys next time with another interesting topic on science versus scripture. Thanks for listening.